Good morning. Welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. This morning, we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Innocents, Martyrs. Our celebrant this morning is Father Haggerty, and this Mass is being offered for the repose of the soul of Louisa Wallam. Let us sing together the first verse of our entrance hymn, which can be found in the Blue St. Michael's hymnal, number 433, Angels from the Realm of Glory, number 433. Please rise. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to pray. O God, whom the holy innocents confessed and proclaimed on this day, 
not by speaking, but by dying. Grant, we pray, that the faith in you, which we confess with our lips, may also speak through our manner of life, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, this is the message that we have heard from Jesus Christ and proclaim to you. God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we continue to walk in darkness, we lie and do not act in truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of his son Jesus cleanses us from all sin. If we say we are without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we acknowledge our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from every wrongdoing. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. My children, I am writing this to you so that you may not commit sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is expiation for our sins, and not for our sins only, but for those of the whole world. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The responsorial psalm is, our soul has been rescued like a bird from the fowler's snare. Our soul has been rescued like a bird from the fowler's snare. Had not the Lord been with us, when men rose up against us, then would they have swallowed us alive when their, when their fury was inflamed against us. Our soul has been rescued like a bird from the fowler's snare. Then would the waters have overwhelmed us, the torrent would have swept over us, over us then would have swept the raging waters. Our soul has been rescued like a bird from the fowler's snare. Broken was the snare, and we were freed. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Our soul has been rescued like a bird from the fowler's snare.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Magi had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you. Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. He stayed there until the death of Herod, that what the Lord had said through the prophet might be fulfilled. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized that he had been deceived by the Magi, he became furious. He ordered the massacre of all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity, two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had ascertained from the Magi. Then was fulfilled what had been said through Jeremiah the prophet. A voice was heard in Ramah, sobbing and loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children, and she would not be consoled since they were no more. The Gospel of the Lord. You know, this should be a very strong impression for us, you know, three days after Christmas, when we turn to this event, you know, before we celebrate Epiphany and the coming of the Magi, the three kings, this killing of the innocent boys in Bethlehem, Joseph and Mary warned that Herod intends to destroy the child. We have that phrase, we didn't read it in the gospel, where Herod really did try to trick, try to deceive these magi from the east and told them, search diligently for the child and come back tell me where you find him so that I can go and do him homage. And then after they do find that child, they're warned themselves in a dream, go and avoid Herod. And then the killing that takes place and a real event, you know, think of it. <laughs> the slaughter of, we don't know, they think some dozens maybe of children in Bethlehem in that vicinity, two years old and younger, the boys. And the prophecy, how real that was. The sobbing and lamentations of the mother, the mothers who have lost their young boys. Well, that gospel that we read every year, three days after Christmas, let us realize how alive that is to the present day. You know, the murder of the Son of God is there from the beginning. It's hovering over Jesus' life from the first days of his birth. And this desire, in effect, to kill God, to destroy God. And then to destroy God, and we see what? The consequence to kill these children. Well, this is very alive to this day. The killing of children in the womb, which most people, most Catholics, sorry to say, are really quite indifferent about. 
the killing of the children and in the womb, it has a consequence. It has a killing, it ends up killing God in the soul. There's a numbness that many people have toward God himself. Why? Because we live in a society where the killing of children just takes place behind closed doors or over the counter in drugstores and this goes on. And we don't hear about it, we don't think about it, we have no real wounding of the soul from this. I often think when I read that gospel or meditate on this, Mary and Joseph, maybe they did not hear the echo of those sobs of lamentation, but the word came to them on their way to, to Egypt. And they heard of the death of all of those young boys. And that cut deeply into the heart of Mary and Joseph. And it remained with Mary, remains with her to this day. The killing of the children is linked always the desire to kill God. Let us be conscious of that, not just to pray for this intention, to be wounded also with the desire that children not die in the womb. It's going to happen today, on every day. Let us be affected by that also in our prayer, united to the pain of the heart of Mary, the heart of Jesus in this, the heart of God, these are his children who are slaughtered in the womb. Pray that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Receive, O Lord, we pray, the offerings of your devoted servants and purify us as we faithfully serve these your mysteries by which you grant justification even to those who lack understanding through Christ our Lord. Amen.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For on the feast of this awe-filled mystery, though invisible in his own divine nature, he has appeared visibly in ours. And begotten before all ages, he has begun to exist in time so that raising up in himself all that was cast down, he might restore unity to all creation and call straying humanity back to the heavenly kingdom. And so with all the angels, we praise you as in joyful celebration we acclaim. of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. similar way when supper was ended he took the chalice and once more giving thanks he gave it to his disciples saying take this all of you and drink from it for this is the chalice of my blood the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
The Mystery of Faith. As we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed St. Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, with the holy innocents, and with all the saints, who have pleased you throughout the ages. We may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen, amen, amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord I am I not worthy, worthy that you should enter under my, under my roof, but only, but only say, say the, the word, word, and my soul shall be healed. Our communion hymn is number 448, Away, I'm sorry, it's number 586, It Came Upon a Midnight Clear, number 586. Let us pray. 
Grant, O Lord, abundant salvation to your faithful as they receive your holy gifts on the feast day of these your saints, who, though still unable to profess your Son in speech, were crowned with heavenly grace on account of his birth, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Thanks, Thanks be, to, be God. to God. And blessed Christmas again to everyone. We go forth singing number 561, Holy God, we praise thy name, number 561. <laughs>